people are not willing to go down to go back up. But the people that are really scared and are still doing mm. they're the most brave people. You can learn so much from unfairness. Yeah. Big box, big fucks, right? But we have to realize that our level is not fucking normal. Like, it is obscene. Welcome to Not Another Business Podcast. So welcome to Not Another Business Podcast. I am here with Emma Hartman, who is also my friend. And I thought we would be, uh, I'm going to say a bit more controversial. In our world, it doesn't feel particularly controversial, but it will be for many people listening. We're going to be talking about Emma's business um, that she co-owns, which is what you would describe as a play party. I think what a lot of people understand is a sex party. Um, It's a new business. And you're in that light, just like any business, it doesn't matter what type of business it is we're all in that same kind of start out time of not knowing what we're doing and and making things up as we go along and then succeeding and then failing and then worrying about money and all of the things that you're going through that are listening Emma is also going through just from a different business perspective and (laughs) even seven years experience on my side I'm going through it in different ways as well so we're really interested to know well, I'm, I'm interested to share basically our conversations because we're talking all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so similarly, like I said on uh, Rio's podcast is either you ringing me up being like, fuck, what do I do about this? <laughs> like, and then actually, I love it. Like, I love answering <laughs> you or the opposite, which is when I like, like, like have no permission but like will bombard you with unsolicited uh, you're advice doing, that's the word <laughs> unsolicited advice of I don't think you're doing this right you need to do more of this yeah. and I guess you can take and leave it and I go I go yeah you're wrong and then about three minutes later I go actually you might be right <laughs> well I, yeah and I think some of the conversations we have or that I have with a lot of my friends especially you is like it's absolute gold yeah so we should share these things yeah I agree <laughs> so um give me a little bit of rundown like why did you decide to have a play party why did you decide to launch this sort of business uh so we started Dominion Vita officially uh beginning of 2021 it was something that kind of had unofficially began end of 2020 um oh sorry end of 2021 officially started beginning of 2022 uh we did it just originally as a goldilocks and the three bears scenario of that one doesn't feel quite right that one doesn't feel quite right oh i love that it was the, the mad rush of people after the lockdown just going to events and we were going back to events we'd previously gone to um my business partner richard and i and and he's like your best friend yeah, like he's best, like yeah yeah best friend yeah we became friends over the lockdown and we decided yeah. we didn't have enough friends in our life that we could go to these things with anymore because through life and the pandemic these these scenes had all kind of segmented and we started going together and again like i said we were just going to this one that one that one doesn't feel quite right the right the lighting there doesn't feel right the you know the ambiance there isn't quite right so we just said sod it, let's do it, let's, ourselves. Let's do it our, ourselves i think most people set up a business from a goldilocks perspective and by the way <laughs> emma stealing that um it's exactly that it's i i uh, i'm within this industry or i understand this industry you understand it at least and i think that something ain't quite right with it yeah and i can make this better well just just there's not the right place for me it for wasn't it wasn't necessarily that oh I hate all these other ones that was never it it was I know I'm looking for something specific right and I've definitely always been the person that if I'm looking for something really specific I'd rather just do it myself. what are you looking for well in the play party yeah, yeah. I was looking for something small and intimate yeah because 
I come from a fetish background. Fetish yeah. events tend to be huge rave events. Yeah. There's nothing intimate about, yeah, yeah. about a fetish event. Um, and, you know, it can be very overwhelming and overstimulating. And I like to, I don't really go to those events anymore for the play aspects. I go more for the party. For the party yeah. and sort of the high drag and camp of it all. Yeah. Um, and I wanted something that still had that play element, but was intimate and you could connect with people. And also, like I'd said, our scenes had kind of all broken up or our little groups of friends were all broken up over the pandemic or pre-pandemic. And we didn't really have a big group of people anymore that were our tribe in that, mm. in that sense. And we missed that and we wanted to kind of create our own tribe or a space that people could create their own tribes. Um, so we just wanted to bring it down a notch, less of this eyes wide shut mentality of, you know, you've got to walk in and your skivvies and a cloak and <laughs> like recite a word backwards. Like it, it, none of that. And this is how it goes. Like well, people listening right now. Yeah, this is how it goes. Some of them, okay. not all of them. Yeah. Okay. Um, but some okay. of them. Yeah. Uh, eyes wide shut, great movie. If you do want to kind of get into like the old, the old thorts of play parties, that's definitely it. I love them. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's, it's very tantalizing, but it yeah. is this like, really elitist, elite, yeah. elitist uncomfortable i say mildly sexist wildly sexist <laughs> yeah. um, ideology uh, and yeah. just wanted to strip all of that back and just go right if you want to come and meet some nice people who think like you you're all here for the same reason you know they're all good people we have good vetting and right. just in a nice fairly luxurious environment where you can bloody relax and let your hair down here we go and that's right that's so where do you start (laughs) well the main focus of what we're going to do today is we're going to focus on the now right so not really where you started not the whole journey we're not going to do too much of that um but i do want to know it and then we're going to focus on like what's going on now where are you at where do you want to be and all that sort of stuff but just a little bit more on the journey like where do you start (laughs) creating i'm going to call it sex party i'm sorry because people understand but yes i know your words would be different where only thing that I can I won't stomach it does feel like your parents like it's quite an old school word isn't it (laughs) yeah exactly I I kind of think yeah like it makes me think of my parents like not saying my parents are swingers (laughs) I mean like it makes me feel that kind of like I don't know it's just not cool I guess anyway should we move on (laughs) right so uh, let tell me did you you know where to start like where did you I don't really know this part of the story uh I mean, like I said, it was literally just, here is this idea that I have in my head of what I would like to go to, and I'm going to make it a thing. Set up an Instagram account. We didn't even do that, really. What did you like, do? We, we told a few of our friends, we charged them 20 quid for drinks, we borrowed a place off someone I knew, and we took what tiny amount of budget we had, and I say budget in air quotations, I think I went to the range with £100, <laughs> range. and I bought like 50 LED candles yeah and we went and got some prosecco and some condoms and bosh there you go and like it was like that was it like that was all we could that's all we thought of we just thought right we can get the lighting yeah Yeah, we just thought if we get the lighting right if we get the people right if we get you know this and then you know we begged, borrowed and stealed and our lovely friends lent us things and Mm -hmm. our other friends, you know, offered to work the bar for us and then this friend would offer to lend us a piece of equipment and then this friend would offer this and it suddenly, we collected all these things and all these names and people and the first part, we went down really, really well with 
So the first party was with no social. It was like friends and friends of friends. Much, yeah. 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 And then we had a social media, but I think we had like one post on it. Okay. <laughs> like we had not really done very much. Um, so what about like your marketing? Like what's the journey of marketing? Like when did you, I know that you like have an email list. Yeah. When did you start on getting an email list? What's your journey through social? Like what have you been doing? I'd say we probably didn't get an email list until our first official event was in January um, as Dominion Vita. And uh, we probably didn't get an email list until I'd say maybe end of February, early March. Okay. Um, we were just figuring it out as it went. Mm-hmm. And we figured out how to make an application and we figured out that we'd probably gain more people. We knew the buzz was coming from Instagram. Yeah. People were messaging us. Yeah. So we just thought, right, let's just get on this. Yeah. And we just started promoting via Instagram. Then we got a mailing list sorted and then we got a CRM system sorted. What? Uh, client relationship managing system manager system oh. CRM okay um, yeah, something, yeah, something we used to use in sales that you keep yeah. your client leads and things like that on um, so we got a CRM system sorted where we could able to keep all our members in one place and all their data and you know we have to have it third party protected and all that stuff and then slowly right it morphed into this like oh my god we might need an accountant oh my god yeah. we might need a legal team as well oh my god we need contracts and blah, blah, blah. yeah because this is something you've been dealing with is like every time you've taken another step in the business you're like oh god I need a bookkeeper now oh Mm -hmm. now I need the full accountant now I need this insurance that and it's like growing legs of like instead of like focusing on condoms and prosecco now you're into like insurances and the range from the range to public liability insurances and I I miss the range no I'm joking one thing I wanted to focus on which I thought was quite good I know this is not the part that you do this is more your business partner but um Richard is really quite good at basically the strategy is sort of someone uh follows on Instagram and he instantly instantly chats to them yeah and like that is something that I um, haven't heard anyone doing before. Like, I mean, I did a little bit myself, but like to the extent that he does it, like I know he gets oh, sales from that. It is obscene and I don't know how he does it. And it's so much effort. How, well, I'll put it this way, Dominion Visa wouldn't be here right now in the level it is without what he does yeah. with that. Because what it does is it creates, at first I was dead nervous of it and I thought, don't, you're going to harass people. Yeah. And people are going to hate it. And it's been the complete opposite. Yeah. It's been nervous people wanting a hand to hold yeah wanting a friendly face and unfortunately mine is not the friendly face mine <laughs> is the mine is the face behind the laptop doing yeah. spreadsheets his is the friendly face that will hold your hand and guide you through this process but that made me think about like any kind of business because i was like so basically someone i'm just going to talk through the process so someone is like following on instagram mm-hmm. i'm guessing like, he's going to message and be like hey i don't know what does he say what does like, he say it's basically hey thanks for following hope you like the content uh, let me yeah. know if you have any questions okay so just that right basically, but how often in any of our businesses um especially those that are starting off and looking for new clients are we actually interacting with them after the follow when like people don't do this do you know why that happened and why? it's actually because it might also mention another podcast around here yeah that's okay. fine it's yeah. actually you subliminally through you I have known about Gary Vee for quite some time, yeah. but through knowing you and your husband, you know about Gary Vee when you know about yeah. you know Sophia Hilton. If you're not following Gary Vee, tag will be below. You need to follow him, and I'm sure. So we were just looking for like, I was mainly looking for some daily inspiration and I worked in businesses before higher up and Richard hadn't. So it was getting him on that same level as thinking as I, as I was. And I sent him this one reel on Instagram where Gary Vee is talking about you are leaving customers 
in your comment section. You are leaving customers in your follow base. Stop saying, come be my community, come be my community when you're trying I'm to- not talking them. to them. And tr- you're just trying to turn them into customers. Create a community. Yeah. And Richard, that hit so hard in his brain. I don't yeah. know what part low bit hit. <laughs> yeah, but it hit one. Yeah. And he was just like, cool. I don't care if they're customers or not. They will be part of this community. They will be part of the DV community. And just through that mentality, it has turned people into customers. Yeah. That and, you know, it's like the is sick but <laughs> yeah and in your business especially like that human connection is going to be super important because yeah. you say people are going to be anxious to like interact yeah. but in my business or like one of my businesses will be a salon if someone is like follows me on instagram yes they might be in timbuktu and never going to come to me so fine whatever mm-hmm. but like if I was in a position where, and I'm sure many people are right now, where they like really need that extra custom, why am I not being like, hey, thanks for the follow. Like, I um, hope you yeah. love our work. Like, if you fancy a consultation, let me know. What, why? Why am I not messaging that back? This might be a weird diversion from that, but um, I've worked in the adult industry for many, many years. I've had an OnlyFans. It's a thing. Mm. It's ironic because this is, this is the tactic for OnlyFans. Yeah. Exactly what you You can said. learn so much from OnlyFans. It's literally, when someone follows you, you can send out an automated message that automatically says, hey, thank you so much for following me. I hope you enjoy my content. Please let me know if you have absolutely any requests. Yeah. And it's just using that mentality. And then people respond. And then you can get a conversation going. And then you can see if they're... Only fans a bit different because they've already spent, but mm. you can see if that what they're willing to do and where their where their space is right now, where their headspace is, and work around that. I mean, it is a sidetrack, but honestly, when I've spoken to my friends who have done really well on OnlyFans, I think there's a lot that entrepreneurs outside of that industry could learn Mm -hmm. like so much like like in my industry in my industry they just give so much for free it's like everything is for free all the content is for free all the education is for free everything is for free and then you've got these amazing girls on OnlyFans with incredible strategy of like I'm only going to show you this if you want more of that tease blah blah blah. why are we not doing that in my industry it's crazy like they do all their marketing they do all their messaging they do all their content I mean missing now there are agents that do it for them but the majority of the girls that are, you know in the mid-tier doing it all themselves and they know exactly what right times to post on exactly which websites they know exactly what time frames to post yeah. videos of they know exactly what's going to bring people in it's it's yeah. just maniac it's maniac it's yeah there's crazy. like a literal like funneling system mm. of how to funnel people through to higher purchase it's like a sales funnel it's almost would like... you believe <laughs> and obviously like you know oh it's just girls getting their titties out but uh actually like it's these girls are earning business. more than earning more and it's not how pretty they are no? it's not which is the most beautiful it's not like it's none of that it's actually the smartest marketing the, the, the people that are smartest at the marketing isn't yeah. it what a digression. Sorry. But I love that. <laughs> and actually, I've always wanted to say that. So I'm really glad that we're giving some credit there to people within that industry because the, it's the smartest ones that are rising to the top. Oh, God, yeah. And 100%. They, they just hustle. And anyone who thinks that people like that, you know, just flash their tits and make money, mm. you've got such a shock coming. <laughs> Do you know what I like as well? Oh, my God, I'm still on the topic, but I love it. Sorry. Is that it's like a bit anti-like hierarchy, patriarchy, whatever, because previously, like within porn or whatever, it would be like some middle age guy that's running the girls and telling them what to do and it's the girls doing whatever the guy says and then suddenly the yes. the control is back into the women and there's still an element of that like, what even on under lonely fans yeah, there's still there's agencies and managers and things like that yeah. so the high 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 levels there's I'm always someone's about. cream in the top yeah i'm talking <laughs> i mean but to be fair, it's though, it's to be fair a lot of the girls have started their own agencies okay so it is it's yeah still female 
Yeah. Right. Sorry, I really. We do. Got, did, I like the topic, though. It's good. Push that. <laughs> no, I love it. So, um, okay. So you're doing this. It's working. <laughs> People are coming, which is amazing. Yeah. You are now using your mailing list way more. Yeah. Um, I, I'm on your mailing list and I read your emails. You are. I, have. I made you and I <laughs> read these emails. Yeah, no, I do. And I specifically click on them every time and I read through them. And you like highlight little bits like, this was great. <laughs> I, do. I do. I do, I do, Um, But I, yeah, is there, have you, is there any strategy with your mailing list at the moment? Like it's quite good. Like yeah. I, I would say this thing is really good is that it's very branded. Your branding is really classy. It's really beautiful. Um. I don't think you've got a really nice tone of voice. Have you struggled with that tone of voice? Uh, I have my moments maybe where like I'm a little bit frustrated and it goes like we've definitely had someone email us recently being like, guys, this email just didn't seem as classy as the other one. Oh, really? And I was like, can I swear? Yeah, of course. Oh, no, I was like, yeah, it's fucked because I've had a really long day and I'm sorry that I didn't put the longest email in the world. Anyway, so that one didn't go that well. But um, I actually, my background is journalism. Right. So I learned how to write the tone of voice of what publication I'm writing for yeah so but because dv in the branding aspect is from my brain right the branding the look the feel that voice just comes not really naturally so the marketing just kind of the market's all written by you yeah see that's the thing this is what I found in businesses that um something that sold my business over the years was my tone of voice, mm. my personality the way in which I've written and then as you grow bigger which is what we're kind of talking about it's like Oh, how do you get a copywriter in to sound like you? Because I mean, I know this is something you've asked me before. Like, it's my baby. It's like, how do you feel about giving that sort of job away to get, I don't know. Would you ever give that job away? Weirdly copywriting? Yes, because I'm trained in copywriting. So I know how good copywriters can be. So that what like, and also I know, I know how controlling I am. And I know, I know what it should look like. So I, I, that I'm less worried about things like handing over, you know, the content mm-hmm. and the just something as simple as like helping set up the event. Mm-hmm. Those are the jobs that I think I would like, you'd have to pull my dead hands away from. Like, <laughs> Richard would like literally yeah. be screaming at me in the corner to let someone else do it. Because, well, the setup of the yeah. event, that's your, that's, you know, you don't, you I mean, don't. I hate doing it, but well, like, you do it properly. but I, it, I just don't, I just don't think anyone's going to do it as well as I can. But, um, sorry. So how much have you been directing other people at this point? It's just been the two of you. And then it, how's that going? Uh, the two of us. Yeah. I mean, now it's much more harmonious. Yeah. Now we've gotten to a point where we've gotten through a lot of teething problems and, Look, if, you, if anyone ever gets into business with a friend or just in business in general with someone else, be prepared. It's not like a relationship where the first few months are lovey-dovey and everyone's... <laughs> it's the hardest It's bit. the complete opposite. It is, you have all the turmoil within the first six months mm. and then the rest gets easier because you learn how okay. each other operates. Yeah. Um, but those six months, they were... They were rough. We wanted yeah. to kill each other a few times. Mm. Um, I'm really controlling and, you know. I could never do it. I could never have a business <laughs> partner. I lost someone really amazing who wanted to be my business partner and I had to let them go, even though I knew that I would lose that person in my business and they have so much value and they probably deserve to be my, be my business partner within that type of part of my business. But ultimately, this is how I run my business, not how you run yours. Like, 
95% of the things that get done in the business seem to come from my team. Like they say, Hey, Sophia, I think we should do this. And I go, yeah, I think we should do the, what that, you know, or I'll yeah. set them a task and then they'll bring it forward and then the whatever. But honestly, like if I don't have that final five, like I, I don't want to be in a two week argument because I want the color to be pink and someone else wants it to be blue or like yeah. this would stress me out. Thank- and that's why I don't do that. Thankfully. Sorry to cut you off. Didn't mean to. That's no, right. Um, thankfully, like that isn't quite our dynamic yeah like Richard is amazing when he understands I'm passionate about stupid things like I want it to be pink and he maybe thinks it should be blue or whatever he understands that like I'm that passionate about it that I probably know that it should be pink yeah and so he just lets me have it yeah and then if it is important enough to him that he needs to bring it up a second or third time mm-hmm. he knows right I'm going to come with point a through f as to why I think that and he, he debates it with me and yeah. it's very it's very structured and we're able to get it through really adult um so but that's taken a lot of learning <laughs> of yeah. each other to yeah. get to that point of you know like he Richard has ADHD yeah sorry I hope he won't mind me saying that no. um but like Richard has ADHD so like he can hyper fixate on something and then he will hyperfixate on an idea. And then it's, I've had to learn, Emma, you don't have ADHD. Mm-hmm. And you can't, you know, blame him for not thinking how you think. So we've had to learn to adapt. And now he makes a special list on his phone. And every, every meeting, if he's had a great idea, if it's lasted that whole week in his phone, then he knows he can bring it to a meeting and it's worth his time. So how long has this been going for now? I can't remember. Uh, a year now. A year. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk, um, let's talk money. Yeah. Right. So the first, like anyone that's thinking of setting up, anyone that has to set up, you're either not going to know this or you're going to know this. Um, but, you know, setting up a brand new business takes up so much of your money yeah. as well as your time, as well yeah. as your health, your physical health, your mental health, everything. But if we focus on cash for a second, um, I know you were asking me last night, um, how much money should you be making or not making yeah. in the first year? So drum roll please Uh, I made in my first year (laughs) minus 46,000 nice that wasn't actually bad I was really angry that it was written as minus 46,000 Basically, I was making sales. I was making sales straight away. But because the initial outlay was so big, mm. it didn't matter how many sales I made in that first year, I was always going to be down. Yeah. So no matter, like, I'm just glad it wasn't minus 250,000. That would have been no sales. So I'd obviously done enough to pay off a massive chunk of it, but not all of it in yeah. that first period of time. So <laughs> what I'm saying is, yes, it being shit at that point is normal. But yeah. where are you sitting? Like, super honest. This is me interrupting this broadcast from me to tell you all about my Not Another Business course next year. I'm going on tour. I am going across England, Ireland and Scotland. And this is... This is my life's work, guys. This is everything I can give you in a single day. It's not It's not going to be like anything you've had before. It's not anything you've been on before. Of course, it's called Not Another. I know that so many of you are knackered. You are running around between your children, your businesses. You're not quite sure what you're doing, but somehow you're pulling it half off. 
And you know what? I just don't want you to feel like that anymore. The winging it gets tiring. This course is going to stop you winging it in 2023. I want you to be there with me. I want you to cry with me. I want you to laugh with me. And if you can't be with me in person, we've also got this online. Click the link below. Be with me next year. Let's do this journey together. sitting below yeah. uh, breaking even but considering it's considering where we're at and considering that we're only a year in and we we didn't get a bank loan like we yeah. just threw some money in ourselves we were kind enough for someone to love our brand and take an interest and invest some money and now we're sitting at a like we're coming close yeah well done. to breaking even our yeah. first year i think i'm not gonna say exactly what but it's, it's a yeah. not big amount yeah um but you've not had to put at this point you've not had to put like a load of money in we have put a little, x little amount bit, each little in bit. each yeah yeah not huge amounts yeah. but a little bit each you know mm-hmm. those, those first few months were just us yeah nothing else so what's stressing you out right now <laughs> I was talking about so now that does in right what's now. stressing you out right now? Right now, what's stressing you out? Like, uh, what do you mean what? in terms of the business? Like it? business, like what's difficult right now? I mean, right now, this is like the first time. Like we've kind of had a year of just a very slow burn, and now all of a sudden, these like we were talking about earlier. Like I suddenly have multiple projects mm. at once. Uh, fun fact: I'm not getting paid. From mm. Dominion Vita. I am not getting paid. Fun fact. Yeah, like it's, Fun fact. It's, I'm working for free right I'm now. I'm working for free. I work yeah. full time for free. Yeah. So, like, it is just for my love and, like, my faith of the business. That's a big stress. It's better work because I just pay my rent. Yeah. Uh, the next thing is how do I manage three different products, three different projects that launch our business into the next, you know, era of yeah. Dominion Vita? And how do I do this while not getting paid and whilst trying to still maintain the success that we've had, but not take anything away from the current events that we're doing, but because now we're going into other directions as well. It's just, it's Mm. like a nice big, I know how Dorothy felt in the, in the tornado. So what people usually do, it's probably not right for you, is they do usually take out a loan and pay themselves for a period of time, but you are getting yourself into debt. Yeah. Um, I had, again, I've had this problem before with a business partner in a different business at the salon where we were about to go into business together. And I said, let's go 50 50. And, and they were like, well, you know, am I going to get paid? And I was like, yeah, if there's money. Yeah. But if If there's not money, (laughs) we're not going to get paid. And they were like, "Mm, yeah, like that, that's too scary. Like I've got rent to pay. And I'm like, I get it. Like I I, I know this isn't my first business. I know how it goes. Mm. What else can I offer you? Okay. I can offer you, I'm trying to remember what the offer is now. Um, I think it was 30% or 1,500 a month or something. Do you know what I mean? Whatever was higher. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. So if we, if you get a base salary, you get base salary out. If we do well, you'll get like a percentage of the, of the sale of what we're doing. Right. And that person chose that because they wanted the security. Yeah. But then two years later, the business is booming. We're doing really well. I wish, I wish I'd taken that. Right. So then they're like, okay, so um, I want to be a business partner now. I'm like, hmm, yeah, not how it works. Yeah. Like if you were worried about paying your rent in the short term, you would need to get a loan because 
I, I have risk on my side, you have risk on your side mm-hmm. and then work on it that way. So people do do that. But the fact that you've not need to do that, do that at this point is really good. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I'm not saying last. you should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying you should. I'm just saying it's an interesting position that I've been in before. Of like you, you're in the route where there's not a salary. You know, no. there's not a salary. There's not a guarantee, yeah. you know. Um, this baby better fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's this difference between whether people are going for like safety or they're going for the big bucks. You know, it's like gambling, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's like, God, do I yeah. want to gamble on the small table or am I going for the big? And if you go for the big, you know, what does Jarrell say? Big bucks, big fucks, right? So if you probably says, right, big bucks, big, big bucks, big, big fucks, <laughs> big bucks. Yeah, right. So yeah, exactly. And he's right. Like if the people that want to go for the big time they have to uh, have the biggest risk yeah and then I don't know usually you'll end up getting a bit of jealousy of those people that didn't take the big risk but but they they want what you have but they're not gonna have what you want I have every faith your business is gonna do great like a hundred percent like this is amazing like you have been so well (laughs) what else is this so we're talking about money time so time isn't it time is your issue yeah like this kind of leads on to another point later but like if, when you start a business, you don't realize how many fingers and pies, how many hats you have to wear. Everyone mm-hmm. says this. You don't really believe it until you go through it. Of like, oh, I have to learn how to do accounting. And then I have to learn how to take content. And then I have to learn how to, you know, look over contracts. Then I have to learn what licenses I need. Then I have to learn how to, you know, keep things stocked. Then I have to learn how to run a warehouse. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's relentless. And then on top of that, we've got X amount of projects coming up and I'm like, I, I don't know. I, uh, I have no idea what I'm doing anymore. What's quite nice is that like, um, so at the moment you're in like, because I'm an educator, this is how I see it. Like when we're learning, it takes up so much of our energy. I think there's some like statistic that it's like, to like work out something really difficult or learn something new it's like double the energy to physically do something yeah it's like your brain power so every time you're not only doing the job but you've got like triple brain power because a third of it a third of it is doing the job but two-thirds of it is learning the job which is making you exhausted like you're super exhausted but like business is like a pie and like at first when you get this slice of the pie which might be learning about customs house or like or Oh, yes. Yeah, house. <laughs> what is Customs House? I have no idea, but it sounds fun. Yeah, we should go. <laughs> uh, yeah, Companies House and learning about registration, or VAT, or blah. And it feels like really overwhelming, yeah. but actually, I promise you, like over time, that like massive slice is just a slither. Oh, yeah. You look it, back and you go, it was, oh, that was so easy, but it's so stressful when you're going through it. But you haven't got anyone helping you right now, like a business advisor. No. Well, uh, well, you. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, have you looked out to see if there's anyone in the industry? Is this something you've ever looked at? We have kind of briefly looked into it. Mm. Um, but now it's gotten to the point where we just became so overwhelmed that we have outsourced some some things. Yeah. Like we have a full-time accountant that is dedicated yeah. to us and works in the industry. We have a full-time legal team that works in the industry. Yeah. And but not full-time, as in not working like five days a week. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the word? I was gonna say, because you're really overspending if you what's, what's the term when you say like when you pay them they're on they're on tap, kind of thing. Oh, like on a on a retainer? Yeah, they're like on retainer. Yeah, there you go. Um, I was gonna say because if you're paying two full time people, like, if, if I Jesus call, I'm taking my call, but they're also charging me for Okay, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm retaining. So yeah, like now we have that and it's been so helpful mm. and so useful that I would I would it's so specific to the industry. 
mm-hmm. that is amazing as, you know, having business advisors are, is. And I'm sure that for the majority of most industries, that would work. Mm. Ours is so, you have to tiptoe and be so careful. Okay. So, yeah, we would just have rather have spent that money and made sure that we were airtight. So you use... Monday.com. Don't you? Monday.com. And you, you I don't use like Trello. I don't like that. <laughs> no, no, I haven't tried it. I haven't tried it. So um, I use Trello. You use Monday.com. Mm-hmm. So Trello is an organization app. Monday.com is. Yeah, like product, productivity app. Yeah. Productivity app, exactly. The CRM system. This is the word again you're using. Yeah. I feel like this because you've had a touch in the corporate world and I haven't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But listen, like I, I couldn't run what I do without these apps. And if anybody is listening and is not currently using a productivity app, I will use that now. For me, I'll tell you what I get out of them. You tell me what you get out and we'll see if we we coincide. But I need pictures. I need color. So when I have my to-do list and what's coming up next week and I want to like be able to organize all these different projects, I like the background to have like sweeties on them and (laughs) multicolored balloons. Really? You were your tartan (laughs) It could be tartan. I don't care. But um yeah, if anyone's listening that's like uh, like me, like a creative visual person, writing in my notes doesn't work for me because it just all looks black and white. Like yeah. it's like, what did one of my team call it? Like a like an NHS form, you know, oh. like when you're at the doctor's just like black and white and boring. Beautiful. And like I can't I can't visualize things. So now even, and I'm going to do this on my business course is, um, in fact, I'm even, I've pre-made a productivity like Trello for, for my industry and any industry that comes with the business course, but really like color coordinated, like in like rainbow colors. So even for me, like red and yellow and pink and green. So I can like, when I, (laughs) oh, we're falling apart. When I look at that, touch it. It's all right, babe. You got it. Okay. When, when I look at that, I can visualize what's coming up. Do you have a, how how is your timelines and visualization of what you need to do before something's coming up? So mine's less about, I need pretty pictures and pretty colors. I do have pretty colors, but it's less about that. It's more, I need, I can't visualize where I am Mm -hmm. unless I can see it. Mm -hmm. So I need to be able to go that one comes first and then that one and then that one and then on. And I am, you know, you need 70, an order. I am 70% through that one. And then that leads on to that one. I need to literally visually see time. Do you use that then? Do you use a 70%? Like yeah. a, how yeah. far are you through so you it? can literally on monday.com, you can say like, I am working on this. And if you, if you want, we, we pay for the extra one. Yeah. You can have a time lock. So like we have someone that helps out and um, works for us and our team. And she literally, we've created a time log for her so she can go, right, this is when I started and this is when I finished. But also you can go, this is what So how long, oh, that would be so helpful, Emma, because like sometimes I will have someone in my team doing a project and if I'm honest with you, like I just trust them on how long it takes. Like I I do not monitor any of my team on time. Um, If they give or take 10%, I shouldn't say this out loud because they're probably listening, but if they give or take 10%, I just let it, I just let it go. Um, I'm talking like more back of house teams. So not like stylists. I mean, still hang on. Yeah, still hang on. (laughs) But stylists, like hairdressers, you know, they've got a client from this time to this time. So that's whatever. But like my PA or my head of academy or my head of my social media company, like I don't really monitor them. But the one thing that I do need to be monitoring is we're working on this project right now. Mm -hmm. How much money did it cost me in 
their wages to run that project. Yeah. So we're like, oh yeah, that project made X amount of thousand pounds. Cool. But it also took you like three weeks straight yeah, exactly. times by the hourly rate. So I can do that on Monday and I can't do that on Trello. Yeah. And like ah! for us, okay. Ross is a, is a two man team. You know, if he, it's annoying if, you know, he messages me going, hey, can, can you get the XYZ done? And I'm like, look, 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 now look, just look, look on, at the app. Now you can, he doesn't do that anymore, by the way. Yeah. But now you can just look on monday.com and he can literally see exactly what point I'm at with that work. It will say I'm working on it. It will say I'm nearly done. It will say I'm stuck. It will say, you know, some of them have time logs. Mm. It will say exactly where I'm at and at what point I've completed it. Yeah. So, you know, he doesn't have to check up on me. He can just check mm. on my little, my little workspace. There's a beautiful space in there. Called, it's called Emma's Bible and it is beautifully organized. <laughs> yeah, gorgeous. <laughs> um, but the one thing I do need to do is I need to start putting all the different projects in there and actually visualizing them like how you visualize them because yeah. it's becoming too much. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, vis- but maybe you're not as visual as me, but do you think it would help you? I, I'm not as visual as you, but I've also seen your Trello's. And I've seen how in depth they are. <laughs> and I think that just having a Monday.com workspace that is as in depth as that. And I can literally go, this is week one. This is week two. If we have the, the event on week four, this is where I should be. Oh, and also here is this project. And this mm. is week one. This is week two. This is week three. So I, I need those to coincide with each other. Yeah, there's probably like some people that are listening, like that maybe more from the hairdressing industry side, they'll be thinking... There's no way my 22-year-old hairdresser will have an app board with me. I understand. Uh, but you'd be surprised. Yeah. I can actually train people up to do this, no matter like what different type of person you are. Like, I've got um, a guy, Connor, at the moment. He wants to do hair extensions in the salon, right? I really don't I have... It, like I knew. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I have not got the energy or like I have so many projects on the go that yes, I would love to do extensions of the salon right now, but I, I haven't got it in me to yeah. like... So I said, yes, we can do extensions. If you run this part of the company, I'll give you a role. And what we'll probably do is set up a joint Trello and we'll have some targets of what, what he needs to do. We'll put some timings on it. I'll give him a budget. We'll set some like meetings and we'll sort of properly project manage it. But within my industry, from a hairdressing perspective, uh, a lot of business owners, they're not particularly good at project managing when it's not verbal. We do a lot of talking, which is great. But how do you hold someone accountable when they haven't done it? And there has to be, there's got to be an accountability. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's the big thing for us is there is a deadline. You can see the deadline. If it still says working on it and it's past the deadline, deadline it comes up as a little notification on, <laughs> comes up as a little notification on my email it's usually me <laughs> I was about to say I think what would stress me out is that my team would see how often I'm missing deadlines and that would shit me up oh like, I mean you gotta you gotta read what you sorry, but like I've yeah. got I've got a weekly meeting with each one of my teams so I have a weekly meeting with my salon manager my academy manager my PA and my social media manager right and usually the night before I'm doing my homework so things that they've asked me to do that I haven't done mm-hmm. so I'm like trying to do it quick before the meeting because yeah. because I've got to set an example you know (laughs) um all right let's let's add on let's go on one thing the last thing now would just be growth right yeah how do you think you're going to start making profit how do you grow this like what's what what do you what's the plan i mean i can't go too into depth uh because there's a big release coming soon okay um probably not 
it's probably not out yet. Um, but we do have a... This will be Christmassy time. Yeah. Okay. It probably won't be out just yet. We may oh. have unveiled it, but it might not be out. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be having a new type of members system, is what I will say, uh, which has all sorts of juicy benefits for okay. our members. So there's that. We are now starting... It's a terrifying word. Starting to increase the amount of event, events we do. Mm-hmm. Increase. Increase. Which is a completely petrifying Why is that scary? thought because we are a two-man team and okay. one event knocks us both out for three days. Right. Like, so we're now looking to start hiring a team mm-hmm. to help run the event, set them up, break yeah. them down. And yeah, it's it's terrifying. Right. <laughs> uh, biggest so. ad, biggest advice I can give you on this: if you're going to start in, 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 going to start employing people, is have a very clear job description. Yes. Yeah. Like have that written down to a T. What do you expect? How do you expect it? Like to the most basic, like you know, the tiniest detail, so the expectation is set in advance. Like it's yeah. This is something anyone who wants to work in events, you will need to learn this so quick. Is yeah. production programs are your friend, and yeah. you cannot be too specific on a production program. Okay, it is spell li- it out. It spell is it literally. Out. It's 405, go for a wee, 406, back in X room, yeah. 407, hanging this thing up. Like it is specific. Yeah. And people stick to it. Um, but the reason I say for the job description is actually more to get rid of people. <laughs> because you can't hold, you can't get rid of someone unless they've done something wrong, really. Well, actually, it's quite easy in the first, I think, uh, two years. It's not too difficult. But, but still, if you want to cover yourself and not end up in some sort of legal battle, the best thing is here's a list of things you've got to do. And that, can I be really honest with you? They might be doing it. But, but you don't right. think they're the right person yeah. or they're not quite right or they're not putting enough energy in or you're just, this isn't vibing, it isn't going right. You can't just get rid of someone because you're not vibing with them yeah. or, you know, whatever. This is just not solid right. enough. Does that work on freelance as well? You can get rid of freelance whenever you want. There we go. I'll just stay, stick with that then. Yeah. But yeah, if you if you employed, um, then you would need to be like, hey, I've noticed that, ABC isn't being done. So would you mind if we have a conversation and I'm going to guide you on how to do these things better? One month passes. Hey, I've noticed ABC isn't been done, blah, blah. And then by the third one, you, you, it's easy. Yeah, but yeah, it seems right. like for you, <laughs> freelance is the way forward. I mean, it kind of is with events. Like yeah. Until we hire someone to, we're going to probably get a VPA and maybe someone to do our content. Yeah. Like the, the, the jobs that I shouldn't really have as deep yeah. a finger in as I do. Yeah. Um, will be hiring someone but again freelance because yeah that is so much easier <laughs> in like your first year of business i'm asking this for very specific reasons uh, let's not hide it did you find that as people realized your brand was becoming successful you suddenly had people who you felt were on your team or on your side or friendly with you you really you twigged ah you're you're grabbing ideas or you're, you're fishing or did you ever feel sus about someone's place within your circle as in like competition as in potentially yeah uh, no because I, I think my ideas were so weird that like <laughs> if anything no matter what idea I've ever come up with people have not even wanted to touch it <laughs> And then uh, I was like, no, no. <laughs> and don't then, do that. Sophia. No, really, honestly, every idea I've ever pitched to people, people have always 
not got it and thought like, so they would never have stole it in advance. However, don't get me wrong. Now that I have proven over time that these things work and they're working. Yes. Uh, I mean, I, I, I have been copied a trillion times. I have a folder in my phone of like copies from all over the place. Yeah, I don't necessarily mean like strangers making competitors. No. I like, cause that's, that's good. But you mean your friends? Like I, I mean like, I mean like people, not necessarily friends, but people who suddenly not like nudge, nudge, nuzzle up to you yeah. and go, what a great idea. Tell me everything about it. And then because you're excited, you tell them everything about it. And then they oh. go, thanks so much. And they f- f- off with your idea. <laughs> yeah. But you know, as someone said to me before, like people know if it's, if it's your idea and you're doing it from the heart and they're doing it from a place of like repetition and copying, it will never truly be the same. Yeah. It won't, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah, Sorry. it's never going to be the original. So I don't, I don't, I don't think that'll, it has bothered me in the past when it's been blatant copying, but it keeps us creative. Like people are going to copy, you're going to have to do something, then people are going to try and copy it. Yeah. And you're going to do something, they're going to try and copy it. But I don't know. I can deal with competitive, I can deal with competition. Like I don't really pay too much attention to it, but it's, it's don't, don't smile at me and then mm. spank my ass as I leave. Like, pay for a drink. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Right, Emma, thank you so much for being candid with me, for actually telling me like the truth of what's going on, giving us like an interesting insight into like what goes on turn. in this whole like <laughs> different world that so many of us don't understand. And and actually like it's interesting. I'm really sorry if I've let anyone down that thought this conversation was gonna be about sex because I mean, the business is business, no yeah. matter what business it's in. Yeah. And I don't think even it's what we do sexy. is so different. It's not sexy. It's not sexy. No. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right, love you. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Thank you.